Hello again, it's uh, Julia Piper and today's podcast is about schizophrenia. Have you heard about schizophrenia? Not everybody has, but I'll explain what it is. It's a neuroinflammation, that is an inflammation of the nerves, but particularly of the nervous system in the brain. So it's an an inflamed brain. And when you have this illness, um, remember that many of the people who are homeless on the streets have this illness because they lose control of reality and are delusional and life becomes very complex and difficult, not only for them, but their families and it causes tremendous difficulty and upset and splits in in many cases of families and notoriously difficult. So some of the symptoms are that somebody who has schizophrenia may start slowly or suddenly but their reality completely changes. They will interpret things around them differently. They sometimes assume they're God or sometimes they will interpret something that happens uh, inappropriately. So they may be watching television, for example, and feel that the news reader is talking about them or talking directly to them. Um, They sometimes can hear voices telling them to do things or just as a commentary of what's going on or they may see Uh, pictures in their head or visions or may feel unusual sensations for example and I think most of us that maybe people that don't know much about schizophrenia will uh, think of it in terms of uh, voices that's somebody who hears voices and to a degree in our lives many of us hear voices and those voices are part of our normality but it's when they get very destructive um, that it can be a problem and this is neuroinflammation it's brain inflammation at its most severe schizophrenia it tends to occur about the age of 19 to 21 in young men and women um, probably more common in men slightly Um, but there are manifestations and early signs which can give us clues that it's happening, okay? Um, And I want us to think about this because I think this this condition, since I've learned about functional medicine and been able to help David, um, my son, and how well he's done, I wish I had known when David was two or three years old what I know now. It's taken me so long and us so long to understand the roots of this illness. Um, In fact, I gave a a lecture about this and uh, have prepared lots of slides on it um, to a group of doctors at the British Society of Ecological Medicine a few years ago. I was the guest speaker. And uh, recently, one of my colleagues uh, contacted me and said, Julia, I, I used, I looked up your slides and I did what you did for your son and it's helping thank you so much 
And I, I wanted to share some of the information. It's difficult to share at all. It's a complex subject. But essentially, when we think of COVID, we, we know about COVID. Come on, we've seen it on television. Um, I know we don't watch some bits of TV because there's a lot of propaganda and so on. But if we look at some of the really useful information that's information on the media that's come out, and we see that... Uh, the lungs in COVID tem- tend to take a hit by what? What are the lungs hit with in COVID? Do you know? It, it's partly the infection, but really it's the immune system. It's the, it's the response of the immune system to the infection as well. And other things um, in COVID, we know that the iron was disrupted from the porphyrin molecule in the hemoglobin and we couldn't hold oxygen anymore so people became deoxygenated where does that affect it affects the lungs okay covid is a complex illness but part of that problem and part of the horrendous inflammation that took place um and there still is in some people is because uh, the immune system has become dysregulated and we are getting what we call, as part of the cause, a cytokine storm. Okay, It is now known that schizophrenia is an autoimmune illness and that part of the problem are, is an immune dysregulation. So there's a problem with, hello again, MI5 and James Bond, anybody that's been listening to my podcast will remember our friends. Um, There's a problem with them. They're trying so hard. They know there's an infection of some sort and they they just cannot target it. They cannot recognize it with precision and coordinate the army to target it. We really need an an Exocet missile and we don't have one except maybe I should mention those later in this case of, the case of schizophrenia that our Exocet missiles which have turned around the lives in a miraculous way uh, for those suffering are the, the new atypical antipsychotic agents and I will try not to remember th- uh, to mention the names as I'm not allowed to occasionally I make a mistake and I'm sorry it's because um, I'm so close to it in this particular situation um, uh, okay, so in, in, in schizophrenia, schizophrenia is not dissimilar to COVID in the sense that underlying it is an immune disorder. But when the MI5 James Bond and immune system isn't coping very well, why is that, do you think? When, what do we do if we're, not, if we have, if we're overstimulated, we've got too much coming at us? Everything's happening at once, we get stressed, okay, we decompensate. The immune system is no different. It's sometimes decompensated because the gut wall is a mess, the microbiome's all shifted, we're not digesting properly, we're not eating properly. Um, And the 32 trillion, hello, hello again, our gorgeous little friends that love to work with us in a really lovely, beautiful, balanced way. Um, Well, hmm. Maybe they start to take advantage. They're a bit naughty. They're like children, you know. Give them an inch, they'll take a yard. And I know with um, with David, you know, we it became apparent as the years went by 
after, after a number of things that we started uh, working with, um, particularly the gut and uh, all sorts of things to do with the diet, that actually there may be an infection. I mean, initially, you know, for example, Babesia, I think I've mentioned that before, it's a parasite um, part of the Lyme group um, that love to, uh, you know, exist together and cause problems uh, but essentially I, I i i guess these things we've got 32 trillion organisms so i guess these things live together in symbiosis under biofilms and we know so little um but i don't think it's a tick bite that causes um schizophrenia i think it's a stealth infection that they're under decompensation over the early 20 years of our lives and the roots of those are the gut and also potential head injury at birth and there may be others but those are big ones um, and when we think that schizophrenia may be uh, underlying when we look at these body biological systems um, an infection or infections that are active with a dysregulated James Bond MI5 immune system. We've got to find out those infections and what they are and we need to treat them and we must not leave it too long. I mean, and, and this is why as David and I worked together and we went to his consultant and explained what we were doing, and they wanted to report me to the GMC because I was helping my son, you can imagine actually how shocked I was um, because I, I went into medicine to help to treat people and to get them better and here we were and here we are in a system which is blinkered and which does not look at new things. Um, and doesn't look at root cause and here was his consultant who was supposed to be protecting him suggesting that actually his mother was causing him problems when his mother was the only one that was able to get him better um, alongside these brilliant atypical antipsychotics uh, I believe truly in integrative medicine I believe in uh, drugs as well and I believe in the wonderful work that medicine does um, but I want it to be integrated I want us to work as a multidisciplinary team and I am recording this podcast out of passion um, to ask on the back of COVID please to my profession and to patients to ensure they ask the right questions and stand up for themselves um, when we know about COVID, we, we, we know that underlying the problem with breathing is an infection. And we need to ask what infections underlie schizophrenia. In David, it was Babesia, but Babesia doesn't exist on its own. It's usually with Lyme, with, with Borrelia as part of the Lyme group of, of little friends that like to hang out together. Um, and we managed to sort of sort that out with herbs and bits and bobs. And, ah, I can't tell you what a relief it is. I, and I'm so sorry that COVID's arrived, but I can tell you there's one thing about it. And that is that it's teaching us a lot. And 
for the terrible sadnesses of young deaths which have happened with COVID, that we need to understand that there's always so much to learn from these difficult scenarios in life. There is so much to learn because as I sit and watch the teachings and information on COVID, we are all watching a lesson in functional medicine, in biological systems medicine. We have multi-system, multi-infection situations and it may well be that long COVID, for example, as we evolve through this tunnel and out the other side and all the people who will persist with symptoms have reached, if you've listened to my, my last um, podcast on body burden, have actually reached their full bucket of body burden and ha- are having difficulties with their ecosystem. The 32 trillion, hello. they're still there and they're active what's happening what's happening we've got an immune system that's dysregulated and various things will be lighting up you know organisms within the ecosystem I'm recording this to stimulate thought in you so that you can ask questions about long covid you can ask questions about what is underlying traditional diagnosis to change the way we think, to change our training systems, to look at this devastating condition of schizophrenia, which is what this podcast is about, where young men lose their brains to early dementia. Please, please can we think a different way. I stood back and I I was not able to speak loudly and clearly about my son's illness, even though he did well, because I was being targeted. Yes, I respect the GMC. Yes, I respect the boundaries of medical practice. But first and foremost... We have to look after our patients and we must do no harm. Sometimes we may cause people to feel a little bit worse before they get better. I mean, we get cut someone open and take their appendix out. Um, they may feel a bit worse before they get better, but by golly, are you glad they that you've done it when you know that they've got a gangrenous appendix and it was about to burst, you know? But that's so you feel worse before you get better. I'm not talking about that or healing reactions. I'm, I'm talking about the fact that we know how to, you know, look deeper and prevent these problems. And we're not doing it. And out of ignorance. Well, I'm ignorant. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. I don't know what an engineer does. I'm ignorant about it. You know, we don't know what we don't know. We, we don't. So... This is what this podcast is about. You know, let's educate ourselves. Let's look at biological systems medicine. Let's look at the ecosystem. Let's look at those 32 trillion, they're back again, and the infections that begin to take over in the human body and how nutrition has a huge beneficial effect on that, Um, you know, in terms of prevention and management. I have to say that... Uh, David Horowitz, um, 
was a brilliant man and he during his lifetime was fascinated by schizophrenia and he spent his life producing a research paper almost every two to three weeks that uh, when he died probate was 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 involved i think with the neurolipid foundation and they have adopted so much of his knowledge uh, with their excellent work on fatty acids and and david david said that what a devastating condition schizophrenia is that as parents you have to all intents and purposes a normal child and you watch them disintegrate at the time in their life when they should be at their most powerful and i know that it is the wish of david and myself that we would like to help in whatever way we can we set up a charity when david was at his illest uh, and we flew to ghana to set up that charity in association with one of my patients who run a business there and that charity was for poverty and to support those who uh, were in devastatingly difficult circumstances and that includes the homeless in any country and our country and we this year are working with Sound Cafe who our chairman Alan Fletcher is chairing um, and and Sound Cafe works with uh, homeless and vulnerable adults and young people who either are musicians already or we in, 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 they encourage them to become musicians and to express themselves and do a lot of other good work in this vulnerable group and I want to talk about that briefly now and ask if there's any way that you can help because we're going to be helping and what a, what a great um, support that is because so many people do have um, schizophrenia in this sort of group and, and some don't and uh, you know but anything that you can do to help spread the word I'd be really grateful and yet again hugely grateful for your reviews you know your likes your questions your sharing your passion don't forget to let us know okay and i'll look forward to speaking to you again soon <laughs>